this is your host Victoria and in today's episode we are talking about how to prepare yourself for the end of the year. As usual I would love to know what you're up to, what everything around you looks like right now as you listen to this episode. You guys know that I love these episodes to be a two-way street to feel like we are entering discussion together. It's not just me in my living room recording this. So please take a picture, send it over to me, send me a quick message so I can feel like I'm right there beside you as you listen to this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? everybody. I hope that you are all doing well. I hope you're feeling good and excited to embark on a new week. As this episode comes out, it is officially the first full week of December, which is why I thought that I would record this little episode on how to prepare yourself for the end of the year. If there's anything that I feel very strongly about, it's that we need to prepare ourselves mentally and emotionally before hopping into any time or phase where there might be a lot going on, where there might be heightened emotions, where there might be a lot of commotion, where there's something new, there might be something challenging. And I really think that the simple practice of taking a few minutes to actually step back, to think forward, to actually decide how we want to approach a situation, how we're going to be in a certain situation, that makes all of the difference. And it's really not something that's very time consuming, but it's something that can have a massive, massive impact. So that's really what I wanted to share with you today in this episode. It's how can we actually prepare ourselves for the end of the year? Many of us find ourselves in situations where the end of the year feels like it just fell out of the sky and we have no idea where it came from, we didn't see it coming, it came too fast, and before we know it, we're back in the swing of things, it's January, it's a new year, and fast forward five years later, we have no idea what's happened and we feel like, oh my goodness, time is just flying, it's flying, it's flying. And this is something that I spoke about in a previous podcast episode about how to slow down time. So I will link that in the show notes below. But one of those elements is really reflecting. It's really not just letting something be lived once, but actually living it twice or maybe several times. When we reflect and we go back through the past and we think about something or when we project towards the future and we live something ahead of time, these are things that actually really help us to anchor things in, to elongate a sense of time. Ironically as well, living in the present is something that can also help us slow down time because we're living the current moment as well. So what we're actually going for is this combination of putting specific times aside, so specific blocks of time aside in order to reflect on the past, in order to project into the future. And then once that block of time is done, once we feel like we've done our reflecting and our projecting, then we can actually bring ourselves to live in the present. And that is what I really think is the secret formula to all of this. So I'm going to go into a little bit more detail of why it's so important to prepare ourselves specifically for the end of the year. 
So the month of December, and this is something that I mentioned in my newsletter, but as I was preparing my newsletter, as I was writing it and thinking about it, it's something that really stuck in my mind, so I thought that I would share it on this platform as well. And it's about how the month of December is the month of both ends and beginnings. So it's the month of ends because, of course, it's the last month of the year. We are ending off the year. A lot of us are closing certain things off. Perhaps we're closing off projects. We're also closing off perhaps the work year. And we have time off usually around the time of mid-December. So we will be closing things off. We'll be entering a phase of break or rest or holiday, which then usually streams into the following year. So a lot of things are ending in the month of December, which is why there tends to be this huge rush to finish everything off and close everything off before the end of the year. But it's also the month of beginnings. So it signals the start of the holiday season. It also signals the start of the new year because in the end, the start of the new year doesn't actually begin in January, it begins in December. It begins as we start to think forward, as we start to plan ahead. Come the end of December, we're already thinking about, okay, well, wait, what might next year hold? It's usually on the 31st of December that we start really speaking about our resolutions and what we want for next year. So the month of December is really this combination of the two. And that's why I think it's so special. And I think it's so important to actually not let this time of year pass us by. And as I said, not let ourselves be sucked into a whole new year without having truly taken the time to stop and reflect and prepare ourselves mentally. So in order to prepare ourselves mentally for the end of the year, we need to prepare ourselves mentally for the month of December itself, because that's the month where all the magic happens. The thing is with the month of December, it tends to be one that's very split up into pieces. So there might be the part of December, which is, let's say, the part where you're trying to wrap up all projects or whatever it is, trying to wrap everything up and finish things for the end of the year. Then from one day to the next, that's done and it switches to potentially preparing to have guests over, preparing to go somewhere on holiday, preparing celebrations, preparing parties, preparing to host then there might be a section of it which is really family time. So time spent with family or time spent with friends. And there might be some time, let's say, often between Christmas and New Year's, which is really the downtime, the time to relax. Perhaps it's a time where we really feel like we almost lose track of time. And it's a really unique time of year as well. So the month of December can sometimes feel quite overwhelming because it has so many parts to it and has such a big rush of emotions. The first few weeks are an absolute rush and we're running around and then all of a sudden there's the excitement and it's less about focusing and getting things done and wrapping things up and more about being present and enjoying times of celebration. But then there's also kind of that lull between Christmas and New Year's which really feels like a downtime. It always feels a little bit more introspective and it's really a time to relax and to soak things in. So that's why December can feel so chaotic a little bit because there's all these different elements to it. And in order to really understand how we're going to approach this month of December, it's so helpful to really ask ourselves the question, 
who am I going to be during this month? Who am I going to be during every single one of these sections of the month of December? And how am I going to be that person? How am I going to engage with potentially calm if it's a time that feels incredibly hectic? Or maybe it's patience with family or friends or maybe it's not letting myself get overly stressed and overwhelmed by hosting or wanting things to be perfect all of this so that's really the first element is before we even think about wrapping up the year we really need to think about who are we going to be during this last month of the year because this is the month where that wrapping up happens it's the month where the reflecting happens it's the month where so much is going on and we really need to ask ourselves how are we going to engage in it and who are we going to be as we do engage in it so once we've done our mental preparation setting our intentions for the month of december we can then think about how we're going to mentally prepare ourselves for the year ahead so something that's incredibly important when it comes to preparing ourselves for the year ahead is actually first reflecting on the year that has been So I always say that if we don't have closure, if we haven't tied up all the pieces, then we can't move on to the next. So those end of year reflections are so important and so helpful because it lets us actually anchor in the lessons from the previous year. And these are the lessons that can then guide us to be wiser people in the coming year. Doing our end of year reflections also really allows us to remember all the times that brought us joy, that brought us happiness, and we actually allow ourselves to anchor them deeper. So when we've lived a moment of happiness once, and then it's moved on, and then we don't remember it, and we never think about it again, then a year later it's almost as if it didn't happen. But come the end of the year, it's still often close enough that we can still recall it, even if it's a little bit in the back of our mind. And what we're doing in that moment is that we're pulling it from the back of our mind back to the front of our mind in order to really solidify that memory. Doing our end-of-year reflections can also really bring this feeling of gratitude. So I was writing a few responses for a short interview about end-of-year intentions and reflections, and one of the questions was, Can we feel grateful about the previous year, even if perhaps, you know, we don't consider it the best year? And the answer to that was, well, yes, because we can feel grateful for what it taught us. We can feel grateful for the growth that it brought us. And no matter what the year held, even if it was a year of challenge, if we think about every single minute that comprised that year, there were probably still moments that made us smile there were probably still moments that brought us some kind of joy and if there really weren't then there were at least moments that brought us lessons that brought us wisdom oftentimes it's also within challenge and adversity that we perhaps get closer to certain people we find comfort from other people's support and so those are things that we can feel grateful for as well so that's really important to actually do that reflection and actually zero in on what are the things that we are grateful for. I did a podcast episode all about asking better questions. And if we ask the question, how was this year hard or what was challenging about this year? Of course, we'll find all the answers. And there is importance in reflecting on that. But it's also when we ask ourselves the question, in what way did this year bring me joy, that we will find the answers to that question as well. And it's important to look at the entire spectrum so that we're not skewed and we're not potentially only looking at the good times and forgetting about the times that challenged us because we might actually be missing some valuable lessons. 
But in that same breath, we don't want to only be looking at the times that were difficult and actually forget about the times in which we did laugh and smile and have a sense of love and fulfillment. So as I said previously, it's so important to have that closure to feel like we've truly closed off the year before we can move on to the next. And a lot of the time, we don't know what we need closure on. If I were to tell you it's important to have closure on your year, you might say, well, what do I even need closure on? I don't know what I need closure on. I mean, the year is done and I feel happy to move on to the next. But that's where a deep reflective process can actually be incredibly helpful because it will actually bring to light some of the things that we're still potentially a little bit annoyed about or we're still reminiscing or that we're still feeling a little bit resentful about or maybe the things that we're still feeling sad about or the emotions that we still haven't processed from the previous year. And it doesn't mean that we need to process them immediately, but it gives us light into what are the things that we haven't actually had the closure on and maybe we can then reflect a little bit deeper in terms of what will allow us to get closure on those things. Another reason why those end of year reflections are super important is because in order to really be able to dream forward and to think of something new and to imagine something new for ourselves in the following year, we need to be able to let go of the previous year. If we're still completely stuck on the previous year and we're still living within, let's say, the realm of the previous year, we're still focused on what didn't happen or what went wrong or what didn't work then we might find ourselves feeling a lot less confident as we enter the new year. We might be feeling more risk adverse. We might be struggling to imagine something for ourselves that's beyond the reality that we lived in the previous year. And it's so important when we think about dreaming up new goals, new intentions, really asking ourselves, what do we actually want? That's where the magic of the next year starts. So if we don't know what we want, then of course we'll never get there. But the second we have that feeling, and I'm sure that anybody listening to this, you can relate, when you have that feeling all of a sudden of, oh my goodness, wouldn't it be amazing if, and you have those little butterflies in your belly, and you have this feeling of, oh my goodness, that would be so cool, and I would love to make that happen, that's the first step to making it happen. And that becomes something that all of a sudden becomes a lot more real because it's entered our mind, it's entered our sphere of what might, and it might just still feel like a might, it might still feel very distant, but what might be possible for us. And if you've never felt that and you've never had that sense of excitement, then I really recommend you do the meditation that is in my 2023 blueprint book. You can get in paper copy, you can also get an ebook copy. But regardless, there is a meditation there which really guides you to actually being able to dream and dream of something beyond your current reality and dream into something that's actually going to make you incredibly excited. And there's also journaling exercises in there that allow you to really project yourself forward, that allow you to let all of these ideas free flow out of your mind and really evoke those emotions within you and we know that when we set ourselves intentions and we actually pair it with very strong emotions then that's really where the difference lies because all of a sudden that intention holds so much more weight it becomes so much more important to us it becomes something that really becomes anchored into our mind And whenever we pair a desire with an intense emotion then that's when our brain really records it as something that is important 
right? So let's say even intense emotion of hunger is what's going to drive us to find food. If we don't have that intense emotion, we know that I should probably get food for later for when I might be hungry, then we don't feel that same drive. So it's really about evoking that emotion. And that's what that meditation in that actually allows you to do. So we need to have that reflection in order to be able to then let the year go in order to be able to then dream ahead into a new year. And that's how we really prepare ourselves for the end of the year. A lot of the time, most of us don't actually really know what we want. And as I said before, knowing what we want is the first step. But once we know what we want, we also need to be able to have the framework to actually set a plan in place. So I have an entire podcast episode about intention setting. I have an entire podcast episode about goal setting. So I will link both of those in the show notes below. And I really recommend that you take really just 10 seconds of your time and think about the three elements that I've just mentioned in this episode. So I'll go through them quickly. The first one is setting your intentions for December. So really asking yourself who you want to be and how you want to be for December. The second one is reflecting over the year that has been. And the third one is dreaming into a new year. I really recommend that you ask yourself, how are you going to go through all three of those steps? So for the first step, which is about setting your intentions for December, I have a free PDF with nine reflection questions, which I will link in the show notes below. You can download it for free. And then you have some prompts, which will allow you to actually do this reflection and go through this and ask yourself who you want to be in December. So I will link that in the show notes below. It's free. Go for it. Do your reflections. I think it would be really helpful. The second one is on reflecting over the year. As I mentioned previously, I have my 2023 Blueprint Guidebook, which is a book you can get in print copy or in ebook copy, and it brings you through an entire reflection sequence. And the sequence is put into place consciously. There's a reason why it's been put into place this way, so that we can go and dip into every single part of our year, wrap up the pieces, have that flashlight focus on different elements. As I said, we can either put, point the flashlight on the challenges and learn the lessons, or we can point the flashlight on the moments that brought us joy and love. And we need to look at the entire spectrum in order to have this big global view of the entire year. So that reflection process is in the book. I really recommend that you go check that out. And the third step is to dream into 2023. So I also mentioned the meditation that's in the book. So that's a great way to go about it. In the book, there's also an entire section on intention setting and goal setting. So that will be able to guide you through it. But if you prefer to do it on your own terms, then of course, find your own way. As I said, I have that podcast episode on intention setting and on goal setting as well. So you can listen to those and perhaps get some ideas of how you can actually project yourself forward into 2023. Really think about what it is that you want. What kind of game plan can you set in place in order to take the steps towards getting there? So if you leave this episode with anything, it's really that mentally preparing yourself for the end of the year comprises of three parts. It is setting your intentions for December, knowing who you are going to be as you end this year, because if you end the year as somebody who is grumpy or stressed or rushed or impatient or unable to live in the present or unable to have gratitude, right? If we're ending the year with any of these kind of emotions, then we're not going to be in the state to actually prepare ourselves for the end of the year. We're going to be in a state of, I just want to sit down. I just want to numb my mind with my phone or my TV or whatever it is. I don't even want to 
do any reflections. I don't want to do any of that. I just want this year to be done and I want to move on to the next. But we know that not taking that time to do it consciously will not allow us to actually create any change for ourselves in the following year. And next December, we'll be in the exact same position where maybe we're once again ending the year saying, I don't want to think about anything. I just want to numb my mind with TV. And that's fine. But what's the consequence of that? right? What can 15 minutes of really taking time to think and to reflect do for us as compared to simply numbing our mind? And maybe there's that element of, okay, I just want some time to rest first and then I can go about that, but doing it consciously. And that's really where the difference lies. So that's the first one, as I said, setting your intention. Second one, reflecting on 2022. Third one, dreaming into 2023. Those are the three points that I really encourage you to leave this episode with. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you're already thinking into next year and you know that next year is the year in which you want to work on yourself more, perhaps you want to be a little bit more reflective, perhaps you want to be a little bit more intentional with your habits, with your mindset, with the way in which you approach your life your hobbies your work your relationships this is the kind of coaching that i do i also have a group coaching program starting in january and this program will literally hold your hand and be your personal development guide for the entire of the year for the entire year you can literally have me there and an entire group there holding your hand helping you stay accountable and helping you maintain this sense of personal development personal growth intention reflection and will allow you to actually feel incredible change and incredible growth in 2023 this is literally laid out on a map for you all you need to do is reach out to me let me know you're interested and we can get you literally started on this year on this complete change of a year which will embark you into so much personal mental and emotional growth for 2023 so reach out to me that will all be linked in the show notes below have a look send me a message let's hop on a call and we will take it from there so happy intention setting for december let me know how it goes for you and in the meantime i will see you here next week for a brand new episode <laughs>